What's up, guys? Welcome to another mini-sode of the Horror Academy podcast. And we're excited to bring to you a short, as as Adrian mentioned, mini-sode on a couple new releases here. So hopefully you guys went to the theaters because we're going to talk greatly about one thing and uh, totally rip a new one for the other film. Stick around. Spoiler alert, we're yeah. going to be talking about a couple of movies that came out uh, this past weekend that we uh, caught at the theaters. The theaters, that's right. And yeah, so this time we actually remembered to give a spoiler alert. Okay, <laughs> we, right. we never do that. We never give spoiler alerts, we just kind of go on. We go but on. To be fair, most of the movies we talk about are older. Yeah, that's true. So if you haven't watched those movies, then... Uh, Man, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Yeah, you bring get to it. <laughs> For this episode, it's just a mini-sode. You know, we had a couple horror films that came out, so we want to just talk about those. Uh, we got Slenderman that came out, and of course, The Meg. And, you know, we decided, let's, let's, you know, let's do it. Let's make yeah, an episode for the... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... We actually watched The Meg together. We did, and then we watched Slenderman separately. Yeah. Slenderman, however, we apparently we both had like a pretty solid movie-going experience. Yeah. Which was re- really good. Finally. So th- this is this is what bugs me about it, though. You guys have heard me bitch about terrible movie experiences, <laughs> but why did I have to have a great one to a movie Dude. that wasn't <laughs> like what I wanted it to yeah. be? Like, if I had this for Hereditary, I, ooh, oh, that'd be bomb, dude. dude. I just, I just, in my mind, relived that experience when we watched Hereditary, <sighs> and it was just horrifying. Dude. It was more horrifying than the film itself. Yeah, yeah, dude. People laughing at times where at it's like... At nothing. At nothing. That's still... I'll, I'll never be able to let that go. It's like, yeah. guys, don't want to be stupid. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, huh? <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be talking about some of the things that we liked about these movies and what we didn't like about these movies because, you know, we're human and we yeah. have opinions. Yeah. But, so uh... Well, before we get into that, we're going to do an edition of What's Going On in Horror. News. Oh, not news. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to go with the first story for today, Jason Blum. Yes, he uh, came out and said that the, the chances are great for Blumhouse to pick up ho- more horror franchises, which mm-hmm. is very, very exciting with Blumhouse uh, behind uh, a lot of remakes that are rumored would be quite the treat as past uh, remakes haven't lived up to the originals. Yeah, I, I feel uh, Jason Blum and whoever he... Uh, chooses to work on these films will be sufficient enough to provide us with <laughs> excellent movies, man. Yeah, exactly. I think with I think he said that uh, you know if if Halloween does well, there's a greater chance for him to pick up more or for yeah. the company to pick up more. Not only that, Danny McBride even said if the movie does well, like I'm right, let's write Bro, another script. That's let's, so let's tight, keep dude. let's keep it going. <laughs> and I don't think Carpenter would be. Uh, opposed to opposed. that, yeah. yeah. I think if uh, Blumhouse does pick up more franchises, like the things that uh, movies that Blumhouse does release, they're like we have opinions about them. Like they're either great or they're bad, but these do have pretty good production to it, regardless. Absolutely. Like the production is is well done. You know the marketing is great. You know they 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 have they have a lot of backing. To it, so for them to pick up other franchises, as long as the franchises are good, uh, well written, right. and uh, right. t- taken seriously, um, taken seriously enough, I should say, then yeah, it'd be really fucking badass to see Scream and yeah. a Nightmare on Elm Street reboot, I guess. Things like that. That'd be so cool. So we're definitely sticking out to that. Hopefully that yeah. that does pan out well. 
And we also got in the news today some sequels coming out. Yes, and these are for sure sequels. For sure, uh, we uh, have. I think uh, some of them are already filmed. Actually. Filmed, yeah, they're yeah. already done. We have uh, Happy Death Day two and the, the Gallows, Gallows two. The Gallows two, which uh, the Gallows, by the way, is one of those movies where I I wanted it so bad to be good. Yeah. While watching it. Why? Yeah. Because you're watching it and you're you're seeing something unfold that's not at its full potential mm-hmm. and you're you're but it, you're kind of rooting for it you want it yeah. to be what you want it to be because like the so, premise is good right the premise is good and as you're watching you're like whoa if this happened if this this is not happened this movie would be pretty pretty good yeah and <laughs> when it falls short you're just kind of like ah oh, i wanted you to be better so now that we have a sequel coming out hopefully with a harsher rating yeah, um, I think uh, the you, first one was I, like PG thirteen. Yeah. And you guys already know I'm all about <laughs> give me the R rating, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can they can maybe make uh, make this up uh, for me because I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, I felt the same way. Gallows felt short of its potential. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like oh, you have such a great story, sort of, and you can ah, pull it through. But then they're like, you know what? We're gonna bomb this ending, yeah. and I'm like, oh shit, you did. Yeah. Uh, Happy Death Day was, uh, like I said it before, amazing. I loved it. It was such yeah. a fun movie, super fun movie, and, and one of the exceptions to the PG-13 it's, rating. Yeah, so they pulled it off really well. Yeah, and hopefully they can bring back that magic for the sequel. And then of course we got Train to Busan Two. Oh man, holy shit, you dude. guys! I I feel this movie had. So much hype when it first came out, yeah. But it died. It died really fast, and I don't think enough of you had the opportunity to catch that hype train. Mm-hmm. I need you to hop on. Yeah, you because, guys need to get on that. Yeah, get on that train to Busan, man. Because <laughs> it's a wild <laughs> ride. I'll tell you <laughs> the, that the, the hype train to Busan, <laughs> dude. Trust me, that is one of the most solid horror. Uh, or zombie films that has come out in recent years, in recent memory, really. Yeah. So get on that. They're working on a sequel. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, man. Um, like I mentioned, like the first one, uh, it focused on, you know, building a story with its characters. Because yeah. the plot was is something like it's zombies. It's something we already know about. So to have the story focus on the characters and just their flaws and stuff that was like oh this is yep. so dope yep. and i'm hoping that the sequel focuses on um a different group uh, of survivors because the only one surviving was the daughter and like the pregnant woman right i don't uh, know yeah. if i could they're not lead potentials really so it'd be weird to kind of see them like, well, we're gonna go on to another train to Busan. Yeah. Which, by the way, what what's that gonna be like? Train to something else? So I think it'll be a train to something else because uh, we're already in Busan. Or <laughs> honestly, it shouldn't really even be a train. Right. It should just be like it's another like another. Thing. Maybe it's the same event, but like on a plane or oh, or shit. in a building or yeah. you know like a. I want it to be. Like limited location, yeah. I don't want it to be like an expansive, like traveling, yeah, cause, like right. Because that brought it, in the horror, right? Exactly. With there were trapped in this metal tube, you know, you're you're kind of locked in with the zombies. Like, oh shit! Yeah. So that'd be cool if they follow that up with something else. So yeah, dude. Yeah. And I also want to mention and give huge props to the marketing team of the Nun, dude. Oh shit! Yeah, I want to talk <laughs> this, about that too. This past week, I've I've it's been a long, long time. Now, granted, the Meg had incredible marketing team, yeah. But what the nun, the nun's marketing team is doing, is incredible. I have not seen a movie be pushed this hard. Yeah, <laughs> like a, a horror movie being pushed this hard, in like on top of all social media platforms, and just kind of being shoved in your throat at at every corner now get this i don't mind this being shoved down my throat <laughs> dude when the, the, the youtube released that clip which is like the 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 volume uh screen and it's just the clicking the oh sorry i tapped the the table you don't like me doing that i don't like when you do that you guys don't like it either right so it's a tapping and then like the nun just like pop up scare yeah like the yeah the jump scare 
and that shit was dope. It was, man. And then like the 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 the, the dude. Okay, so <laughs> I have a favorite horror trailer narrator guy. Okay, yeah. So we have the uh, that Quentin Tarantino guy, yeah. right? And then we have the. Uh, in theaters this Friday. <laughs> but my favorite one is the one that's like, he's, he's almost like muffling himself. Mm-hmm. In, or like, he's very throaty and he goes, The Nun. <laughs> yes! It's that guy. <laughs> Dude, that's my favorite voice guy from horror trailers. Bro. I was like, I'm trying to do it, but I'm laughing. God damn it, I can't do it. Oh, shit. Uh, hold on. The darkest chapter in the Conjuring universe. <laughs> the Nun, rated R. <laughs> dude, such a good voice, too. dude. It's so weird, yeah. dude, and it works so well, it dude. It does, but, dude. The Nun marketing is fantastic. And I guarantee that movie, and I'm saying this now, it's gonna give Halloween a run for its money. Oh yeah, oh, I, hell I have yeah. a such. High hopes for the nun. For the nun, yeah, it's it's really pulling it off. Yeah, dude. So far, yeah, and yeah, it was banned from YouTube for being too scary. Yeah, and stuff. people complained. Or yeah, some shit. and and I remember like because uh, you posted it on our page. Yeah, like you reshared it or something, and I was like, oh well, let me check it out. And as it was like loading, I'm thinking, okay, this this shit better be scary because if it's not. Like, I'm taking it down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mad at YouTube, like guys, yeah. like or just the people who are scared of it. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then I saw it. I'm like, oh shit, that was. No, I definitely understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is so good. Yeah. And then, oh dude, there was a a video I saw. It was a trailer, but I don't know if it was like a, a video from Spain or Mexico. Mm-hmm. It was in Spanish though. And it said, and I'll translate this, guys, but it was in Spanish. It was like a catchphrase for the nun. Yeah. And it said, Los espíritus nacidos en oscuridad, la fe los vencerá. Oh, shit. And, I, and dude, I read that. I was like, God damn. That's, <laughs> that's some, like spiritual warfare Bro, shit, man. that's tight. So that translates to faith will, faith will destroy the spirits born in darkness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was like a catchphrase, like in a Bro. Spanish trailer. And I thought it was just so incredible. And it, it kind of like, it goes along with like the whole conjuring moral of the story. Right, kind right. Of thing, you know? they, they play with that like yeah. God and, and devil kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Dude, that's the first time where I hear something like being translated in Spanish and it's actually dope. Right. Other times it's so cheesy. Right. Dude, you, that's what I, I thought about. I was like, and I read it in Spanish. I was like, okay, so I'm going to translate it in my head now. And then I thought about it. I'm like, that still sounds badass in English. This <laughs> yeah. is dope. This is, dude, the nun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we have high hopes for it. But that's going to do it for this episode's edition of What's Going On in Horror. Horror. And we're going to go ahead and talk about, we're going to get this one out of the way. Although we're going to go into depth with this. Yeah. We're going to go with Slenderman, because yeah. we want to save the mag for, yeah. for our main event. Yes. So Slenderman, or Mr. Slenderman, he... <laughs> Slenderman? <laughs> Slenderman, dude? I saw the opening yeah. titles, and like, Slenderman. Slenderman. <laughs> yeah, my name is John Slenderman. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Um, Glass, the trailer for Glass yeah. played, and I'm thinking... First name Mister, last name Slenderman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, shit, man! So, of course, as you guys know, Slenderman is a creepypasta character. You know that was just created. I don't know. Blown out of proportion. Crazy. Real criminal shit happened because of it. Yes, two girls lured a friend. They stabbed her, attempting to kill her because they said Slenderman told them to do so they were sentenced to because he told me to (laughs) (laughs) imagine the the detectives is there in like in the interrogation room so why'd you stab your friend because he told me to (laughs) (laughs) it's like why are you saying it like that it's for Spongebob it's Patrick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so they were sent to 
This is so fucked up that we're laughing on this part. <laughs> I know, dude. I'm so I sorry, know, guys. So, so they were sentenced to mental hospitals because of that. And I thought, yeah, that that makes sense. Like, yeah. you're crazy, dude. To think that, like, Slenderman, he, um, he said I have to do this. So I did it. He said. I had no choice. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, like, upon watch, uh, after watching this movie, I, I was kind of thinking to myself, it would have been risky, but also it would have been better if the film had actually been about the stabbing. Oh, shit. Like, if they played on that, like, it wasn't, like, obviously Slenderman wouldn't be real in that case. Yeah. It would just show what the oh, girls were seeing. wow. Yeah. It would show what they were hearing and, and thinking. And it would play on that psychological aspect. That that does sound good, but the movie was already facing backlash as it is. Sony already cut so many scenes from that because of that. See, that shit pisses me off, dude, because we have a Ted Bundy movie coming out with Zac Efron. No one bats an eye. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a, a movie called My Friend Dahmer. So, yeah. So, wh- why is it so taboo for Slenderman to come out? Uh, oh, because it was so horrible what happened to those little girls. Yeah, but you guys, like, worship these serial killers. Yeah. And, like, like, oh, blah, 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 this is that. These people were evil as shit. Yeah. They were the scum of the planet. And you have no problem with those movies coming out. Exactly. Like, it's so what's stupid the, as fuck. Yeah, what's the big deal? Right. Like, get over it. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? You're, you're not going to be set back. Oh, it's because a girl got stabbed. Yeah, well, this guy killed like 13 people and, wore, and wore their skin. So, Dude. How about that? Huh? Also, side note. Side note. If you're one of those girls, because only girls do this, <laughs> and you like claim to love serial killers, not, not, I'm not talking about the ones that are interested in it and actually legitimately love the documentaries and and, and enjoy learning about that because it's crazy shit. Yeah. It's interesting. I I find it interesting. Right. I watch that shit. I'm like, God damn, that's crazy. But if you love them, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. There's something wrong with you. It's not a quirky thing that you got to be like. It's not like an edgy, like, oh, look how goth I am. Right. Stop. Mm-hmm. Like they, they would murder your whole family. They would murder you, and it would not be a good time. No, don't love them. No, dude, I deleted someone on Facebook because they posted, uh, "What's the dude Helter Skelter?" Uh, ah, shit, I don't know. Uh, he had the the swastika on his head. Why am I spacing out on him? Ah, Beard, shit. the, the serial. Oh, oh, Charles Manson. Yes, yeah. when Charles Manson died, she literally posted, "Charles Manson died?" Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. And a bunch of sad emoji faces. Bro. Like, You're sad that he's dead? What? Sticker? Guess <laughs> what? <laughs> literally clicked on her page. Unfriended. Dude, that's... Not the movie, by the way. I literally unfriended. The dark web. <laughs> Dude, you can't be like, oh my gosh, I'm, oh, I love these serial killers. Like, I love them. Like, if they were here, oh my gosh. I would totally marry them. Uh, I hate the bro. Also, hate the posts that say if you were if you were a horror icon for a day, what would you do? And all these people are like, oh, I would go and this, 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 and that. You you wanna be a person that takes innocent lives? Yeah. Like you wanna sever heads? Is that right. like a cute little thing that you have going on? Like I'm all I love horror, but there's like a real aspect to this, and you gotta really think to yourself like. Uh, you gotta question your own sanity if you think that that's cute. Right. Like, oh my gosh, I would lure kids to the cabin in the woods and I would murder them. <laughs> yeah, man, that's so cool, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, to you guys, y'all whack. Don't do not do that. <laughs> Please. So, yeah, that was my initial thought uh, after watching Slenderman. What if that been? All of that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, back to the initial point of, like, it had been based on the, the stabbing and yeah. whatnot. But it wasn't. Obviously, I guess it was controversial. But And then the studio backed out, like, oh, we're not going to do this. And, and even before that, they, they were feeling, they had those cold feet. And they didn't back it up with marketing. They were just kind of like, ah, just throw in a trailer and ah, let's forget about it. The trailers, by the way, that gave us the impression that they had no idea what movie they were making. Right, dude. Because it was so, like, it was everywhere. It looked like a, like the video from the, the VHS that people watch in Ring. 
in the ring. Yeah. Like just a montage of just weird shit. And it had that same quality in the movie itself. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah so it, it just looked like, oh, now I'm going to get a call that I'm going to die in seven days from now. <laughs> like that's that's what it seemed like after watching the trailer. We felt it had no identity. Mm-hmm. And it, upon further inspection, it still kind of really doesn't have an identity. No, it doesn't. It, it, it's... It, uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, the movie, you know, it had a lot of scenes cut. For example, it had a scene where Chloe would stab her eye. Um, it had a scene where Tom, that, that football player kid, would, like, fall from uh, the building and things like that. And they just kind of decided, no, let's let's cut this because, you know, this is too closely related somehow to the, the stabbing. Did they show anyone die? Dude, they did not. Not a single no person one died. died. No one died. Like, they were kidnapped and whatever the fuck, but no one actually died. No one died. There was, was no... There was no horror right it was that it was, was just out just they, they, it was just let's be as creepy as we can be with the limited you know yeah direction we have yeah it felt like a long ass robot chicken episode yeah it was so dumb I, I, I will say it it was not as bad as i my as i felt it was going to be yeah i thought it this was going to be like like one of those weird horror movies that you find in the back shelf of like a video, <laughs> of like a video store. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like that kind of bad. I yeah. thought it was going to be like crazy, crazy low budget, <laughs> crazy, crazy stupid. Yeah. But it, it wasn't. It, it was competent mm-hmm. enough to... Uh, <clears throat> have a well, theatrical yeah, release. Yeah, to have a theatrical release. So yeah. it's, it's not the worst thing ever. I've seen worse. Yeah, and it, I was entertained at times, but all in all, this was a uh, not so great. Yeah, not the best. And I have some, you know, some notes here because <laughs> yeah, I wanted to write some notes. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, first of all, you know, it was directed by Sylvan White, who, you know, after this, dude, it's like. I have this on my resume. Yeah, where do you go from here? Yeah, like who's gonna? Oh fuck! In I wish you the best. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> it was written by David Burke. This had a budget of ten million dollars. It grossed so far sixteen point two million. So it did see its money back. We've got Joey King as Ren, who is kind of becoming somewhat of a scream queen. At she's this making point. she's making her way. So yeah, I, I definitely see her. Like, with a continued interest in horror. Exactly. So, uh, I wouldn't mind, because I actually yeah. do like her acting. Same. We've got Julia Goldani Tellis as Haley, Jazz Sinclair as uh, Chloe, and, of course, Annalise Basso <clears throat> as Katie Jensen, the four main friends. With with this, there's a few things that I wanted to address. First thing being that the characters were super underdeveloped, dude. We didn't know anything. We didn't know anything. All we had was, like, that quick intro scene where they were talking in the bleachers and then they were talking down the hall meeting with those cute boys who were saying we're gonna summon slender man <laughs> yeah, like who are those boys yeah dude? why do we care and why do we care about the girls like all you've told us is that they're your everyday american teenage girls i don't know why i should bother listening to their story yeah it's it's just they didn't have any like internal kind of struggles like it wasn't like one of them was thinking like Oh, you know, my my parents are getting a divorce, and now I have to choose sides or something. It wasn't like a girl was like, oh, oh, Chloe had her dad who died, but we never got to feel that. Right. It was so. It was, there was no weight to it. There was no weight to it. It was just nothing that made me feel for these characters, and that if they had just done that, if if they had just pulled their weight together so we could feel something for the character, something relatable, maybe it would have helped something a little bit more meaningful to the story. But they were like, no, we gotta we gotta make sure that we can make Slenderman as scary as possible. Which you failed at that by the way. And oh gosh, that was the most infuriating thing in the world. And also, speaking about these characters, the movie was just seemed to forget them. Like halfway through, <laughs> dude, like like Chloe was was attacked by Slenderman. Yeah. And then the Ren and Haley were like, we gotta go check up on her. And she appeared. And then they just get scared. Yeah. And then She that, looked dead as fuck. That's it. Yeah. 
So she just kind of looked out the window, didn't acknowledge her friends, Chloe I'm, I'm talking about, and uh, they were like, oh, oh shit, okay, well, she looks weird, let's leave. And then that was it, no mention after that, there was nothing. And then Katie, who was the first girl to disappear, yeah. they we saw that scene where the, the <clears> cops <throat> were doing a search party, maybe a scene or two after that where they were like, oh, you know, I miss, I miss Katie, this and that. You know, that was it. Like, they didn't talk about her after that. Like, yeah, they, they, they were trying to get her yeah. back, but <clears throat> there wasn't an overall... That wasn't, like, a looming thing over the story. Yeah, that should have been, that should have been like, the oppressive, like, weight behind, yeah. you know, the reason of, uh, of trying to get her back. Like, it, she yeah. should have been the reason why they were pursuing this. Right. And there was, there was nothing that warranted... Um, what am I trying to say here? Like Slenderman's presence, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't really... Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he could have not even been part of the story, to be honest. Right. He could have just been part of... Uh, th- they could have just gone crazy after seeing the video. And it would have been the same right. film if, if they took out Slenderman out of that. And just added that factor. Like, oh, they were crazy because of the video. If they focus on the severity of what it's... What would it would feel like to lose a friend like that? Yes. In such a frightening way yeah i felt i feel like that would have made us care more it it, it would play on actual fears yeah because we and all we have would, that yeah. yeah we would sympathize and we would feel almost like like understanding like okay yeah i know why they feel this way yeah and now i'm invested in in this because now i want answers too yeah exactly i like, didn't care for the answers right me neither because like, there was no i keep saying this word wait it was yeah. just so careless. Exactly. It was very light. And we already knew who Slenderman was, like what what it was really. So we were already like Slenderman took her, like that's that's simple enough. But we wanted to know we wanted to explore further, like where did he take her? Make some shit up. Right. You know, but they never really went through with that. And Tom also, he like apparently he had watch the video he comes into school one day or class in t- uh, one day and he's like visibly shaken he has bruises on his arm and he's just kind of like tapping on the desk and Haley's like hey are you okay he just looks over at her doesn't say anything and looks back and i'm thinking okay he, he saw the video i think he may have been attacked by uh slenderman and then by mr slenderman mr slenderman <laughs> and uh and that was it, dude. Like, oh, no further dude. scene with him. So the scene where she goes over, and then, like, he, like she, they, like, make out, and then he, like, has, like, she sees him as, like, this, like, demon kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so it's... Dude, that whole scene, everything that happened there, <laughs> including that morning scene where it shows, like, almost like a, like a, a grip. Yeah. That bruised around his, his, his arm. Yeah. That literally meant nothing. <laughs> that was literally nothing. The screen could have been black and silent for the amount of time that that <laughs> happened. And the same message would have been delivered. Nothing. <laughs> we would have lost nothing dude, to that. Dude, literally, it was just... I feel like the director... What was the director thinking? Like, dude, let's just fill the, shoot this random scene. <laughs> Oh, so is this part, this part of this story, uh, or, or this part of the story, or, or is it leading to this? No, I just want it in there. <laughs> it, dude, it meant nothing. It meant nothing. As as she saw Tom start to like f- be this weird demon thing, I was thinking, okay, be done with it now. Like it took too long. <laughs> yeah, it did. It at, to the point where it looked like a glitch. Yeah, to it be did. honest, it, it looked did. like a glitch, and it was going on, and I'm like. Okay, like I got it. She's going crazy, but let's let's move it on. And it just kept going. And I'm thinking, all right, you're losing me. You're losing me right now. Well, you've already lost me, but you're not getting me back. <laughs> yeah. You can't <laughs> so, have me. You can't have you me. You can't have me. If you don't you're missing out on, <laughs> on this. <laughs> if you don't like me at my you don't deserve me at my oh. <laughs> I hate that fucking meme, dude. <laughs> so lame, dude. One other thing that I fucking hate about this film was that they overcomplicated Mr. Slenderman because we know who he is. Yes. We've all seen the lore. And by the way, they were targeting this movie so that it reaches teenagers. That's why it's PG-13. Right. right. 
who, who, what, what teenager are you gonna? You know what I mean? Like you don't have to cater to all of them. We have to explain it, who he is. But they did overcomplicate it because he had this weird set of powers, where like he became this this shadowy mass. He can uh, affect technology. All right. He was described as a virus. He gives you um, hallucinations and shit like that. Yeah. Hey, no. <laughs> he has tentacles and he has no face. Stick to the basics. You know, it's just they overcomplicated it. Where I'm like, yeah. what is going on? Because once you see him, you disappear. They saw him throughout the whole film. They were, dude. What's her face? The the. The girl from The Conjuring. Joey King? Or her name yes. is Ren in the film. Ren. She had this whole, like, scene in a library. Yeah. Where she went to another dimension. Right. Which, by the way, didn't, how or why did it happen? And mm -hmm. why didn't it continue to happen if it was a thing? Yeah. She encountered him face to face, looked him dead in his non-existing eyes, and <laughs> Mr. Slenderman grabbed her face. And that was it. Oh, did it like a little caress? Yeah, I'm like, hey, you're not, you're not like taking her, dude. <laughs> the legend is you see him, you're done. Yeah, like do that. Like, what was the point of you not taking taking her at that point? What was there not enough fear for you to feed on? Yeah, like he's <laughs> the more fear you have, the more he's interested. Yeah, like, that like, doesn't make that, sense. That's not a thing. No, you had her right in front of you. Hey. Mr. Slenderman, take her. Take her. Do more with your life. That whole thing was so pointless. It was just to kind of spice it up. Right. It was It was for us to try to feel more scared towards um, Slenderman. Mm -hmm. uh, I love that we keep saying Slenderman. <laughs> That's not going to change. It's, no. it's Mr. Slenderman. Mr. Slenderman. And, uh, dude, so, uh, like I said, I, um, we spoke about this earlier. Uh, they they failed at like his presence. Mm -hmm. As far as like his the way he would appear to them, yeah, they could have been done way more scarier. You you know what I thought when we saw close ups of him? I thought of that scene in Insidious where we finally see that weird chupacabra monster uh, in the Darth in the, Maul. Darth Maul in the further. I was like, oh, this is not scary. This totally loses me completely. And I thought, don't do that again. And then they're like. We're going to do it again. Yep. And I thought, oh, you're going to make me lose my mind. Up in here. Up uh, in here. Uh, up in here. <laughs> up, up in, in here. here. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was comparing Slenderman to Mr. Slenderman to uh, <laughs> Netflix's The Ritual. Oh, yeah. So in, in The Ritual, if you haven't seen it, please watch it. Do yourself a favor, dude. There's a scene where uh, there's multiple scenes where the camera just kind of focuses in on the the forest and it closes in on the trees yeah and then it shows like well first you're you're watching this for a while you can't you, see anything you don't know what you're you, looking you, at you think you're just looking at trees yeah and then there's one scene in the ritual where there's a hand that moves yeah and the second it moves you follow the hand and you see what has been there the whole time this huge creature yeah you know like, if they did something like that with the slender man mr slenderman it would have, dude. It would, I would have shit myself, dude. dude. Like that optical illusion in film for horror is would have been incredible. Yeah, dude. The thing with the movie that I hated was that they kept showing glimpses of him way too much. Yeah. Like I'm not saying like in a, in a horror way or in a scary way. It was just here's a quick shot of him and then we're gonna look away and now here's a quick shot of him and now we're gonna look away i thought okay you're giving me a headache stop and like let's focus on yeah. him a little bit this is one of those movies where less is more exactly exactly yeah. because the thing that's so terrifying is his figure is him being in the distance him close up in film really is not terrifying it's actually comical yeah in some ways not, so yeah. the, the thing that's scary him at a distance exactly that's what's scary about him is the mystery of who he is and the fact that he's going to get you so when he's on the horizon it's like oh shit he's gonna get me now that's what's scary it's not him actually getting you that's not right. scary no that makes 
if, if that makes any sense, which it doesn't, but it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so with, um, there it is again, and so, fuck you guys, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that really annoyed me with this was that the movie really capitalized on the psychological psychological effects that Slenderman produced. Here's where it got the movie got it wrong was they were pretty much the victim sees Mr. Slenderman and then they go crazy like oh shit I'm seeing all kinds of fucking weird things that no hold on hold on you guys no that's that's not what causes that's not what that what that is people go crazy because they're being hunted by this mysterious right, thing exactly you don't see him and then start hallucinating all these weird other things no 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 you're going crazy because you're being hunted by someone who you can't escape yeah that's where that's why people are going crazy that it, it the movie just decided like we need to ramp up the horror yeah you kind of don't no. i mean you do because you fucked up on that but not in that way yeah exactly like it was just so bad the movie sucked sucked ass i'm gonna say there it sucked <laughs> ass dude i was i was watching it and i was thinking about other things like Man, what what am I gonna eat? Chicken quesadillas? Fuck yeah! But dude, I was so bored. And the thing that irritated me the most is that there were so many jump scares. I'm like, dude, don't don't give me another jump scare. Don't fucking do it. Ah, oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> it just kept happening. It was, so, oh, dude, I got irritated. I'm like, there's, there's gonna be one right now. Ah, oh, the motherfucker, there it is. And there was a scene where, like, Haley was in the forest. This is in the third act. And she was looking one way. The camera panned with her. Nothing there. She looked to her right. The camera followed. There's nothing in the distance. She looked back. And before she even looked back, I'm like, he's, he's going to be right there. She looked back, and then they did like a close-up of Slenderman. And I'm like, oh, wow, predictable. <laughs> like it was, it was irritating, dude. Yeah, man. Not the best. Had it been done right, one of the things that I really wanted to see was that... Like she, because eventually she had to sacrifice herself to save her right. sister's life, which that's not a thing. Also, don't give a shit about her sister. Yeah, like it was we super underdeveloped, just like everyone else. And uh, what was it? So she had to like sacrifice herself. So she had to go up to Slenderman and be like, "Hey, I'm here. Take my body." And then he comes out, and then she's like, "Oh fuck, never mind." And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, where are you going? Come back!" So he chases after her and takes her. And then she just disappears in the trees, in this yep. weird tree. So it's like, is he a tree then? Yeah, like, yeah. what is he? Was that specific tree just him and, and just, he just lives there? Yeah, like, is that his home? One thing that I did want to see, though, is if we cared enough about the characters, this would have worked, where she gets captured by him, and then uh, she just wakes up in that forest, and it's she's in this new realm where it's just forest. Like, there's no right. way out. Like, like the Upside Down in, in Stranger Things. Yeah. Something like that would have been dope. Something where we see her and she's in this new realm where it's hopeless for her to get out. That would have been horrifying. That would have been horrifying because yeah. you're like, ah, what do you do now? Like, that's that's so scary to me. But then the film was like, well, let's just wrap it up now. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And one question that I had throughout this movie was, where are your parents? <laughs> <laughs> Bro! Where the fuck? Dude! They, one of their friends gets kidnapped, Katie. And then after that, like, they still go out at night. and their Only parents, one dad cared. Oh, dude! The one that broke in their house. Yeah, dude. Um, What was it? So they, they mentioned, like, like, oh, well, um, Katie, she summoned Slenderman because... She wanted to be taken because her home life was bad. Hold on a second. We All we get from her home life was that she maybe was raised by a single dad who's kind of an alcoholic somewhat. But he showed enough that he cared about her. Right. And I'm like, that's a... Any dad would do that. And I, we didn't see any signs of abuse. So what exactly do you want me to feel for Katie? Because this is... She's just, she's just crazy, dude. Yeah. It was, uh, uh, yep. That's how we feel about that movie. Uh, but any lasting thoughts on this? Mm, no, no. It was. Let's let's 
definitely switch the gears here. Yeah, absolutely. And who knows if this is going to be a mini-sode at this point. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, well, I think we'll get through the Mac pretty quickly. Yeah. In one minute. I'm kidding, no. So, <laughs> well, we're going to switch gears with the Meg, and we're going to light it up now. Be light it up. So light it up. Uh, 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 <laughs> light it up. <laughs> I will stop. <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna lighten it up in here, which yeah. is the Meg, and the Meg was actually a really a really fun summer, like a late summer film. Dude, I had so much fun watching that. Yeah, movie. dude. The, it, I, I got a lot of bad reviews, dude. I'm right. like, do you guys go in thinking you're watching Schindler's List or something, <laughs> bro? You know, this was this is a big this is a giant shark movie. PG thirteen, Jason Statham. It's a popcorn flick, dude. dude. Yeah, and watch it as such. Don't take it too seriously. You'd have a blast. Mm-hmm. It's actually one of the better shark movies in my recent memory. Because anything shark that comes out nowadays is absolute shit. It's garbage. I bought Deep Blue Sea too. <laughs> no, nah, nope, just no. Nope. The Meg, I we had a lot of fun, dude. We did. I thought it was really well done. It was such a fun film to watch. Uh, this was directed by John Turtle Taub, and this was based on a novel by Stephen or Steve Alton. It's called Meg, a novel of deep terror, and it was a budget of 130 million dollars. It did gross so far 216.6 million. Which, holy shit. <laughs> Number one movie in America. Yeah, like it, it, it went over what it thought it would be. Uh, of course, we got Jason Statham as Jonas Tyler. The absolutely beautiful Lee Bingbing as Suyin Zhang. We got Rain Wilson. Dwight. Dwight. True. We're just going to call him Dwight. Dwight. He likes to go by the name of J- uh, Jack Morris, but he's, he's Dwight yeah. Schrute, but an asshole version of himself. And we got Cliff Curtis as James Mac Reads, who's also named Mac. Cliff Curtis, by the way, I want to see him in more fucking things. Yes. Dude. After Absolutely. I saw him in Fear of the Walking Dead, yes. I was like, yo, you are potential, dude. You have a good, like, lead kind of right. acting. Yep. No one's going after this guy. Like, dude, use him. Like, he's good at what yeah. he does. Yep. I can get behind anything he does for sure. Um, so, actually, this film, you know, recently came out, 2018, if you guys didn't know. This was actually acquired by Disney's Hollywood Pictures back in 1996. And uh, they were they were going to fil- film this and start it, you know, release it at that time. And they went through, like, two scripts, two different writers. But each time they're like, this is not good enough. And then they just, like, scrapped it. The production, to, or, like, after that, it just took too long to, to actually move forward with it. And then it just remained inactive. And then eventually the rights went back to, to Steve, the, the author. And then in 2005, New Line Cinema was saying that they were going to start production with right. Guillermo del Toro as an executive producer. And then... That would have been wild. It would have been crazy, right? And then the, the, the project got canceled. And they're like, all right, well, here, here are your rights back, Mr. Alton. And then 2015... The film was then picked up by Warner Bros. and it did have Eli Roth set to direct it. Which I that that I knew about and yeah. I was so excited. Dude. Yeah, dude. I dude, if Eli Roth had done it, dude, the the blood would have been relentless. Dude, the gore would have been insane. Yeah. I would have been happy with that. Yeah. Because of that, like because of his like style. This style, like the creative differences between him and the studio um, were clashing. And they ended up just like saying, "No, nah, we're gonna replace you now with uh, with Mr. John." Yeah, but it, it's crazy because um, upon signing up, I, I read an article that Jason Statham literally signed up for an R-rated blood fest. Yeah, and he was kind of disappointed that that wasn't gonna be the case after filming. Mm-hmm. Um, I dir- think even directed John, right? Yeah, John actually came out and said that they recorded, uh, they actually filmed a lot of scenes. That were fully produced mm-hmm. um, with really extreme, uh, extremely violent scenes with the with the Meg, mm-hmm. and uh, that it won't ever be released. Dude, that's some bullshit. It's dude. sad, dude. Yeah. Although you know the Meg, like we said, it's really fun, but definitely an R-rated bloodfest would have 
Oh, dude, it would have been, been amazing. It would have been the it would have been the best thing since Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> yeah, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. something that we really need as yeah. far as the shark yeah. genre goes. That would have yeah. been so dope to watch. However, like what we did get had plenty of great action. The story was was put together well enough. Yeah, it wasn't overcomplicated, but it was it just made sense. It too. made sense. It was just simple, and simple is effective, class. And it was just well put together. I, I really liked it. One thing that they did do well, and this is something that's so crucial, is that they wrote their characters well. And this is something I say all the time. Yeah, because we understood them. Yeah. Like we, it was, we understood who was who and what they did and why we should care. Exactly. Yeah. They, they just kind of gave you these characters or like, you know, watch them and we're like, wow, we like these characters. They're, they're relatable. They also had moments where they those people the characters felt like real people in a situation like right. that they had moments where that that character oh gosh i forget his name but he like after like the second shark came out right and they were like all the trying to real meg. The, the real meg shut up meg <laughs> after that and they were scrambling to get on top of the overturned boat that that guy he was just kind of like he was like choking up he was like dude he's, like he's my like, yeah, like friends are all dead because of this thing, like this and that, and it's like, bro, dude, your friends are dead. Did you watch one die in front yeah, of your eyes? Like eaten alive. Yeah, they died an excruciating death, dude. dude a terrifying thing. Yeah. Can you imagine being the guy in the water and then have like you're just talking and all of a sudden like you just see the, like a mouth form around you, like the walls of the inside of the mouth just like come up and you're like, what? What's this? And now it's, like, too late because you're dead. Like, that's terrifying, dude. And they did also just kind of have those moments with Toshi's character where, he, you know, he dies at the beginning. And they're like, oh, dude, like. You could feel that dude. death. You could really feel that death. They, they gave him that moment where he writes that note to his wife. And it was just so simple. It was like, I'm writing a note to my wife in case I die. And we as people, since we know love... You know, because love transcends all of time and space. <laughs> uh, we get that. And we were like, wow, like, shit, dude, I can't imagine. And then he stuffs it in uh, that guy's pocket and, you know, holy shit. That was just so, that was sad. Like, you felt that. And then my favorite part was when Suyim was talking with her dad. Like, they were on the rafters. Yeah. And then he passed away. Yeah, and, dude... dude the last thing he said was like, "I wanted Ming. My my dream was for Ming to be just like you." And I was like, "Bro, yeah. yep. you're gonna leave me like that? <laughs> Damn, that was tough, dude." So, yeah, dude, it, it was really well done. We actually cared about the characters, and the, they they delivered that well. I did notice though that the movie was cut to fit PG thirteen. Yeah, I felt like the first half, the the half of where they're in that. Um, that station oh, in the sea. Okay. That, you know that station where they were doing the research where they first discovered the Megan Mariana's Trench? You know oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah that, right. that whole, like, station they were at, that whole scene when they go in below the cloud uh, under Mariana's Trench, all of that, it was very well put together. Mm-hmm. It was very, like, it was leading to something huge. You know, it was, it was carrying the story and building it up to the display of the meg mm-hmm. and then after that after the meg escapes and we're now no longer at this station that's when i could tell it, it shifted uh like the mood like the, the vibe. mood the vibe of it yeah. it shifted it was super super serious and yeah. dark at first and then it went more to the fun side afterwards and yeah more of like the spectacular popcorn flick right like big movie production kind of thing yeah and exactly. i feel that that's where you can kind of tell that it was cut and a lot of the the crazy shit wasn't there right it would have been more of a darker kind of tone yeah as there and, and more horror actually because this wasn't this had horror elements but it's more like a, a sci-fi thriller yeah kind of you know yeah, I mean? exactly yeah. exactly the the part where they're going down into you know below that cloud thing i was thinking like dude like that's terrifying to be under like you're in a new realm like it's a whole new world dude yeah. this is this is a quite literally journey to the center of the earth dude, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely and yeah. you're seeing these new things these new species that have never been seen before 
here's here's what I always wondered because when the first crew is trapped and they go down to save them, uh, Suyim is there and she gets like her her ship gets strangled by the, the squid, and then that's when you see the the shark come and get it and stuff. And I'm thinking like, you know, you're you're a, you're a big fella. What do you normally eat? Because we have not seen anything as big as that squid until we saw that right. you know like what as a shark as you are trying to survive like what else is down there that you can eat because the the mag the actual shark looked aged mm-hmm. yeah it looked like 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 battle worn right you yeah know I mean? exactly so I'm like what what do you eat yeah how do you survive because one thing that i always wondered was like it's going after in this movie it's going after people and other shit like that but compared, like, like people and, and, and any other fish and shit, they're, like, they're crumbs yeah. to this shark. So, like, how... Like, po- you, targeting people doesn't make sense. Yeah, exa- exactly. Like, you're, you're a, you're a piss-poor shark who's, like, starving. I get that. But, like, crumbs aren't going to do anything for you. Like, we're, yeah. we're like, eating... Um, it's, it's like if you ate popcorn chicken, but, like, the popcorn chicken had, like, bones in it. Like, right. That's what we are to that right. shark. Like, yeah. I get that, but it's not gonna fill you up. What do you eat? It's so. Oh, that always bothered me. And another thing, like if it was so hungry, it was just like on a on a war path, just eating everything it comes across. That beach scene, you should have eaten like twenty of them, dude. Dude, yes, it like, like you could have <laughs> just like opened your mouth and just swam like, <laughs> like just like. Right over the 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 beachgoers, you would have had like forty of them in your mouth. Right, dude, that's a good amount. Like, yeah, that's like that's like a big mouthful of food. (laughs) You're good to go. Yeah, and then you just leave. But he was swimming under under all of them. Like, I'm just gonna tease you guys. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, and the little fat kid with the popsicle. Come on, man. Come on. He could. He was. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was still fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was a fun. It was uh, still like kind of like, oh shit, he's swimming right under them. Yeah. Well, but if it had been like, for example, if Eli Roth had was the director, that scene would have been like the Piranha Three Three (laughs) D. Yeah. It would have been like just a gore fest, just exaggeratingly just horrific. Exactly. It would be. It would be uh, an an ocean of blood at that point because. All of that. It, yeah, it would have been really fun. It would have been so fun. It would have been amazing. Yeah. And the the acting in this film was Hollywood type, not yeah. bad. Like it wasn't so dis- it wasn't it wasn't bad that it was like distracting. Yeah. Like you just you, they were just actors, professional actors doing their job and it was like, Oh, okay, cool. I, I can follow your character, I can follow the story. I think it was and, really And Jason really good. Statham was Jason Statham. He was all right, we call it kill. <laughs> it's a megalodon. Like he knew right it's away. It's a meg. <laughs> like when they're like, "There's a shark in here." It's a megalodon. <laughs> like you just knew that fast. <laughs> like you didn't ever even seen it before. You just like, know. It's a, meg, it's a, meg. <laughs> it's a megalodon. I swear to God. <laughs> this is the thing I'm happy for, dude. By the way, that fight scene where he was like fighting the meg, and he like. Did it kind of like he juked it a little bit, like he swam up and then down. It was very uh Thomas Janish from uh, yeah, dude. from Deep Blue Sea because he would dodge the sharks like that, right? Too. Yeah. I thought it was so cool because he he like stabs the shark's head and the shark, or yeah, he stabs the shark's head and then he uh stabs it in the eye and then the shark just breaks water and then he like shoves that pole through the eye. The, the, the shark is dead and it's like, oh wow, this is fucking nuts. And then you just see, like, a horde of, of sharks just eat this thing. Yeah. And it just makes you realize, like, how primal the ocean life is. Because these sharks, like, how often do you does a meal like that come around? Right. They're like, just going to feast. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, it's just weird because ocean life, like, the fish and everything, like, it's... It's post-apocalyptic there, dude. Like, oh, dude, what do you do? Like, every it's, day... It's literally no man's land. Dude. Like, like, every day it's like, what am I going to eat? And will it fill me up? And then you see one thing that's dead, and everyone's like, yo, let's frenzy it up. <laughs> let's just let's take... Just, let's just go. Let's take ours. <laughs> and then there was a hammerhead truck that was going to get Jason and, like... Or, or uh, Jonas, I should say. And it's like, dude, are you not seeing that huge fest going on? Like, why? Right, you- he was just like there, just like, man, this is pretty dope. I'm just gonna float here and watch this happen. 
and I'm I'm have my back to twenty great whites. Yeah, <laughs> bro. If yeah. I was there, that's terrifying. Even if they are going to the the dead Meg, like you have so many sharks behind you, like oh shit, this is gonna weird. I know that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, oh, what do I do? Yeah. Oh, one thing that that really annoyed me was when uh, Suyim was in that plastic cylinder. And the the Meg was was eating it. I was thinking, like, dude, like the Meg, are you a fucking toddler? Like, why are you eating that shit? I know. Because <laughs> Suyim was like, like, hey, no. So it's it looks like it's swallowing the container with me in it. And I'm like, the Meg, are you stupid, <laughs> bro? Like, what satisfaction? Like, it's plastic. Hey, the Meg. <laughs> hey, listen here, the Meg. <laughs> Dude, like, it was so irritating. So, it's weird because sharks don't really do that unless, I mean, tiger sharks kind of do. They kind of eat whatever and it's in their path. But you feel this in your mouth. Like, it's just, it's, there's no flesh. There's no blood. There's no taste to that. So why would you keep, it was trying to swallow it, dude. Yeah. Like, it would have killed itself. Yeah. It would have literally choked on it. And maybe they should have let it and killed, like, half the Meg. Hey, the Meg. (laughs) You five, bro? (laughs) Five years old, bro. Because you look old as shit. <laughs> You're weathered. <laughs> you have leathery skin. <laughs> but damn, dude, it was it was a great film. Uh, that scene with uh, with Dwight Schrute, where he was like trying to, to to bomb it and everything, and ended up being a whale. He was like, "All right, boys, let's roll out." And then they they drive, and I and I knew he was gonna fall over. Yeah. And then I knew that the Meg was coming, and he, like, swims onto that, the the whale and everything. He looks like he died at first. They're like, ah, I got you. You didn't really die. And then Dwight shoots, like, oh, thank God. Michael. And then. Michael. (laughs) Michael. (laughs) And then the Meg. (laughs) (laughs) Then the Meg actually eats him, and I'm like. I kind of knew Also, that turnaround was way too fast for the Meg. Like, it had just taking a huge bite of the whale right and two seconds later it, it already jumped back to just eat dwight yeah let me just eat this human even though i have a buffet yeah right here like but but also it, yeah because not it, only the like how fast it turned around but like you, it took a chunk out of the whale and it's like did you just bite and swallow bro or are you chewing your food right like why hey, the meg <laughs> hey the meg like dude like food like this doesn't come around often enjoy for you. it yeah because you've been under mariano's trench for like years and you've been what have you been feeding on like what what is down there like what the fuck yeah it's annoying so yeah i think well i think that just kind of happened to as a satisf- a satisfying death for the man or mm-hmm. for dwight yeah even though he was an asshole and all that i didn't hate him yeah i thought it was uh i thought it was fun um i thought he was like he was comedic in the film yeah he was supposed to come off as an asshole which he kind of did but when he died, I was like, you know, I'm not, like, cheering for that. He wasn't that bad. He wasn't that bad. He was like, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that is The Meg. Yeah, The Meg, dude. The Meg. And, yeah, if you guys haven't watched these films, you know, don't watch Slenderman, but watch The Meg. So, Mr. Slenderman, if if, if you're, I mean, if you're a fan of Mr. Slenderman, mm-hmm. just watch it. Get it out of the way. Yeah. Kind of deal if you're that kind of horror connoisseur. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, The Meg, definitely, we get it. Guarantee, we definitely want you to go see the Meg. Absolutely. It's a really fun summer flick, and as we're ending, we're reaching the end of summer here. It's uh, it's worth it, man. Yeah, absolutely. And don't go in like a, a critic. Yeah. It's just a fun movie. Don't take it too seriously. Fuck all the people who gave it negative reviews because they took it too seriously. Yeah. Like you thought you thought you were watching Jaws, like for real. Like, bro, it's called the Meg. Yeah. <laughs> The Meg, dude. Yeah. And Jason Statham in it. Yeah, absolutely. Jason Jason Statham. So this wasn't really a mini-sode, Chris. No, no. It, it looks like it wasn't. We went a little off with uh, <coughs> Slenderman. That's going to do it for this episode of the Horror Academy podcast. And real quick, we want to give a special shout-out for, or two, I should say, Beer. I can never remember his username. 
Beer, blood, body slams. Yes. Dude, this guy <laughs> has really dope content. Actually, literally, yeah. literally in his in the name of his Instagram account, his username is literally what his feed is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we see your support, man. You like our shit. We like your shit. You're pretty dope, man. Yeah, like what you post, man. So funny. Yeah. Fun stuff, fun stuff. I actually like it a lot. But and thanks for the follow, man. We really appreciate everything that, uh, you know, your support, of course. And also, you guys, uh, wanted to let you know that if you guys like our content, um, also want to let you know that we have, or I have, I should say, a book out. It's called Sapiens, and it's currently out on Amazon. Uh, I'll put the link on the the, the episode thingy so yes take a look at that uh post-apocalyptic type novel um you could definitely check it out it's it's, it's uh pretty cheap i would say yeah, yeah. 2.99 on Ooh. ebook uh 7.99 physical copy so definitely give that a, a look i'll leave the link and down if below. you do purchase it send us some pictures man we want to yeah. see you guys with them we want to give you guys a shout out as well if you guys yeah. if you guys uh, have that uh but that looks like uh it's gonna be it's gonna do it for us this episode of the horror academy podcast as always my name my name is chris and uh my name is adrian and this is the horror academy podcast